is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Hey, good morning, Metropolis. It's now 5 after the hour of 6 a.m. in the big monster city. Grab some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning daylight. Everyone exaggerates on the internet. You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the show. It's DW60 Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music, all day long, EstherSounds.com. It is Jeff and Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. We missed you last week. I hope you missed us. We sure missed you. And they had a uh, replay of the previous week's show. Yeah, so if you missed you that know. week, you got to catch up. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Now you're up to speed. Yeah, yeah. Hope that uh, everybody has had a very good and positive weekend, and uh, you've gotten through the work week. It's your final day. It's Friday before the weekend, you know, so starting to warm up in certain parts of the country right now. Starting to feel a little bit spring-like, you know? Spring. Which means um, some pretty nice days in Walt Disney World in Orlando, you know, right now. Welcoming in... The flower and garden season. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you uh, abide by the theme park calendar. Or, or Disney's calendar, which is totally different from any other theme park calendar. Right. Because <laughs> yeah, that's just the way they do it. So I mean, we're almost halfway to Halloween. We are. I mean, <laughs> it's literally to that. It's getting to that point. Yeah. And Halloween just happened. It, 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 if, if you blink twice, it, it literally was just five minutes ago. <laughs> As far as, as we can tell, you know, as far as all that. But yeah, um, yeah, didn't uh, didn't do a show last week, um, just to give you a little insight on that, because I know a bunch of people were asking, um, had a small procedure to do last Friday, and I had some prep to do before the procedure on Thursday, and I was fully confident that I was going to be able to, you know, do the show and, and record the podcast and everything else. And as the afternoon and evening went on, it just it started looking worse and worse trying to be able to do this. And finally, you had said to me, "He's like, are we doing a show?" And I'm like, it, "It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen." Um, but uh, Friday, uh, the procedure and everything went very well. Mm-hmm. A great outcome. I uh, don't have to do the procedure again for another ten years, which is phenomenal. It was my first experience under anesthesia. And I got to be honest with you, I, I freaked myself out more than I probably should have on that. Because as each day got closer and closer, Nicole will tell you, I got more and more nervous. Yes. And I was good up until we got to the hospital. And as we're doing the check-in and I'm starting to walk back there to the room and everything else, I, my anxiety shot up like crazy. And I just needed to take a moment just to kind of calm myself down a little bit. And, you know, the doctors and the nurses were, you know, very sympathetic and just worked with me, talked with me and everything else. And 
Uh, a lot of people are like, well, it's the best nap you'll ever have in your life. That's what I said. You know, I, I wouldn't call it that uh, because... <laughs> I mean, they, you know, gave me the, the, uh, anesthesia and I was talking to them and I don't even remember falling asleep. And the next thing I know, I'm back in the recovery room and you're sitting right there. Yeah. And your procedure was fairly short too. Like the ones I've had where I'm like, oh, it's the best snap ever have been, you know, like three times as long. I mean, it does feel like a nap, (laughs) but I mean, from other people that I talked to, especially at work this past week, um, you know, they basically, and other people who have been under for like two or three hours are like, Mm -hmm. I close my eyes don't even realize I close my eyes. And the next thing I know, I'm awake. And that's exactly how it was. And that's exactly how it was. So uh, my anxiety is just horrible sometimes. <laughs> with this, the things like that. But I'm good to go. And um, uh, yeah, it is. And I really do appreciate everybody's well wishes and prayers and everything else. Uh, they definitely helped out. And um, like I said, don't have to worry about it for another 10 years. So we'll keep doing shows. Don't have to worry about that. Uh, Like I said, glad you're here to check out the show. All of our uh, Sorcerer Radio listeners and our podcast listeners as well. There's a few things that are happening around the Walt Disney World Resorts. And to start everything off as we normally do, Nicole's got a few things for you. I do. You know, I always have the food news. This is Mm. one of my favorite parts of a Disney vacation. And I love putting together all this information to share it with you every week. So I got a couple. We're just going to like bop around Walt Disney World a little bit. and Bop, bop, bop around. Bop to the top. A little high school musical. <laughs> um, oh, why didn't I think of that? Bop, 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 bop to the top. Um, there was a new snack stand that Disney announced over in the Muppet Courtyard. This is probably the most random thing. In the Disney- Muppet Courtyard? Yes. Of all places? And a snack stand, and Disney started building it in, like, June, and now it's open. And it's like, that's so random. Out of place. It is. Over in the Muppet Courtyard, it's called Ice Cold Hydraulics. So, <laughs> I don't know what that has to do with Muppets, but okay, um, it's called Ice Cold Hydraulics, and Disney shared a peek at the menu. It is now open, but when they shared the menu, these are some things that they highlighted. Candy-painted cinnamon rolls. So they're mini cinnamon rolls topped with Coca-Cola-infused glaze and toasted nuts. They also have bouncing mini churros, which are savory churros topped with Coca-Cola and bourbon candied bacon. Bacon. Sriracha aioli and scallions. Heck yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) It's got bacon in it. I mean, come on. Yeah. So Coke and bourbon candied bacon. Delicious. And then they have frozen slushies as well. So they have a Fanta Blue Raspberry, Minute Maid Lemonade, Minute Maid Lemonade, <laughs> and Coke. Um, they're also available with Jack Daniels Whiskey, Bacardi Rum, and Stoli Vanilla Vodka. Now we're talking. So you can get those uh, uh, non-alcoholic or or spiked. In, in moderation, please, folks. Yes. <laughs> please. Or you'll end up on a don't do that. Yeah, exactly. But it was just so random, like for one, for Disney to just get it done so quickly when we've seen them drive their feet about other stuff. And then like just a random snack stand in the Muppet Courtyard. I mean, clearly Disney does a lot of research on these things and they saw a need there, but. Do they? Why isn't it Muppet themed? Um, That's why I'm saying do they? Because anybody else would have said if you're going to put something over there, you'd do it Muppet themed. Well, I mean, any, any polling of Disney fans, especially if you're looking in that area of the park, want more Muppets. Mm-hmm. More Muppets in the theme park. Please, more Muppets in the theme park. I mean, like, it's great that they did Pizza Rizzo. Mm-hmm. 
theme to the Muppets. Wonderful. But a snack cart stand like that? You got to. More Muppets in the theme parks. And open up the gift shop, too, by the way. You've had it closed forever. Years. Years. (laughs) I love that place. More Muppets in the theme parks, please. Yeah. How many times do I have to say it? One more time. More Muppets in the theme parks, please. Thank you. All righty. Now we're going to head over to Epcot, where Flower and Garden Festival starts this upcoming week. We are already into Flower and Garden. Um, it's going to start at the end of February, and it's going to go through um, through the next couple months. So the menus have been released, including um, the booth with the seasonal menus. So we'll go over that. First, I went through and picked out, Jeff and I picked out a couple things that we really like and like we want to try at the festival. And then I went through and picked out some really interesting new items at the festival. So we got mm. two different categories, but you know, I used to go through most of the menu then i started trying to share just like the new things and even that was a long list so i've got our items that we want to try and then i've got interesting um or like intriguing new items so Uh, i'm gonna tell them at the end of this list as to why you're so excited about it okay that's fine okay okay um over at the Honey Bistro by National Honey Board, there's the chicken and waffles, which is crispy chicken and honey sweet cornbread waffle. So it's a cornbread waffle mm. with whipped honey butter and spicy honey. Ooh. That sounded good. Oh. Over at the German booth, the farmer's market, they have a toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted cheese. I put a picture on there. I think you keep scrolling. There you go. Oh. Did not look good. You would like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a pretzel person. I like so. pretzels. I like yeah. well. I like bread and I like cheese. So <laughs> that was like right at family. It's like I'm a meat and salt person. I like bread and cheese. Bread and cheese. Yeah. You know. Over at the Magnolia Terrace, the America Pavilion. This one was for Jeff. There's the Urban Artifact Cappy Snacks Fruit Punch Fruit Ale. Mm. Not a good Jeff mm-hmm. likes fruit punch flavored things. I do. And then over at Connections, there's the Hot Honey Chicken Sandwich, with this, which is Southern Fried Chicken Sandwich on a hot honey, sorry, Southern Fried Chicken Sandwich with hot honey and pickles on a brioche bun. And they also have a blood orange hibiscus margarita with Terramana tequila, hibiscus, and blood orange syrup and orange juice. I want, I, I want to try both of those. Those sound really, really good. Um... I, I really don't like my margaritas messed with too much. Uh, I think that might be a little much for me, but the sandwich, the hot honey chicken sandwich, I would definitely try that. Yeah. yeah those under, and like at Connections, which mm. is fun. Like yeah. yeah. To mix up the seasonal menu there too. Yeah. You know, they did not mix up the menu often at Electric Umbrella. Mm. <laughs> this is this is a fact. So yeah. I'm glad to see um, them keeping that, that restaurant fresh. Now onto the new items. Over at the Florida Fresh booth, they have a grilled warm water lobster tail with key lime butter, and then a Cubanito, so a little Cuban sandwich, with mojo marinated pork belly, ham, Swiss cheese, pickles, and stone ground mustard sauce. Disney. Oh, gosh. I do love a Cuban sandwich. Here's the problem with this. What? One, the lobster tail's not big enough. No. <laughs> okay. No. And then... The pork belly and and everything else, it's just not enough. This is how they get you. And you go back and you order another and you order another and you order another. This is how they get you, but it's just so darn good. 
That's how you know? um, I had a steak sandwich when I was at Festival of the Arts. Oh, that TikTok you put up, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and I tried it and my friend Amanda tried it. We each got one. They were delicious. And when we went back to Epcot a couple of days later, we're like, we're going to get another one because that was so good. And I ended up getting the fish and chips. But she went back and got another one because it was so good. Yeah. It was delicious. It was um, a balsamic marinated flank steak. Mm. And it was on a French roll with blue cheese fondue and then um, caramelized onions and mushrooms. Heck yeah. It was so good. I like can't wait to eat it again. That sounds so good. Maybe I should try and make it. Won't be good. I'm sure you could probably find the recipe somewhere. Yeah. You know. Well, I, I can make all those things. I'll have to try it because it was so 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 good. <laughs> Over at the Swirl Showcase, they have strawberry basil sorbet and a waffle cone, which sounds very refreshing, honestly, in like a hot Florida day. And then they'll also have. I thought this might be something that you may enjoy. The liquid nitro honey mascarpone cheesecake. It's going to have fresh honey, granulated honey, honey mead blueberry compote, all on top of this liquid nitrogen honey mascarpone cheesecake. Mm. You like honey and you like cheesecake. I do like honey. I do like cheesecake. I think it's too much honey for me. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I feel like maybe when you see it, if, if they were doing the cheesecake and it's drizzled with honey, but mm-hmm. it's mixed with something else other than honey, I think it would be great. But when you've got fresh honey, granulated honey, and then mead blueberry compote with honey. On top of a honey cheesecake. Yeah. that's uh, To me, that's just a lot. So yeah. I don't know if I'd like that or not. I'll be interested to see it in person. Sometimes when you see stuff. It can change. It, yeah. You feel differently yeah. about it. Yeah. Over at La Isla Fresca, they'll have the Impossible Jamaican Beef Patty with spicy papaya syrup. Over, Hmm. yeah. Lots of good Impossible items at this festival. And and even at the non-Impossible sponsored booths, tons and tons of plant-based items at this festival. Which, flower and garden, that makes sense. Um, But not (laughs) all festivals have as many, um, like not like plant-based items or, sure, yeah. or yeah. allergy friendly items a lot of times a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times plant-based um is is free of a lot of allergens as well so that's helpful for people over at the refreshment outpost they have a seasonal fruit parfait with a sweet chili sauce mm. and it's going to be on top of a dole whip mango oh now that sounds good it is and yeah. it's also part of the garden Grays fruit stroll and again, plant-based. Okay. I know. I, I thought you might like that one, too. The, the sweet chili, the mango Dole Whip. Like, yeah, I think that's a good, interesting combination that I'd probably enjoy. And again, fresh and refreshing for a hot theme park day. Yeah. Trowel and Trellis has a chocolate mousse terrarium with a matcha crumble and chocolate soil. That was a dessert. Sounded good. Okay. And then at the Brunch Cop booth... I am intrigued by this item. I don't know if I'm intrigued enough to try it, but I'm interested to see the reaction of people that do and kind of see the reviews and how they pan out first. The Brunch Cop booth is going to have biscuits and gravy, but it's going to have an impossible chicken fried steak and impossible sausage gravy. I'm all for it. I really want it to be good. Yeah. But I'm like, don't mess with my chicken fried steak and don't mess with my biscuits and gravy. Well, with it being impossible chicken fried steak is what makes it interesting to me. Yeah, I am interested. Um, yeah, 
So I want to see what people think about it before I try it myself. Because I've, tr- I've tried Impossible Burgers before and have enjoyed them quite a bit. Yeah. So their take on chicken fried steak, which is a southern staple, mm-hmm. especially with a type of you know sausage gravy, but it's Impossible as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm very interested in this, really. And yeah. I think this brunch cop booth, if I remember right, the brunch cop booth opens earlier, like opens with the park. Oh, so it could be almost like breakfast. Yeah, brunch. Okay. Brunch cop. Yeah, brunch cop. At the Epcot Farmer's Mm. Feast booth, this is the one that changes seasonally. So the first menu is called the Early Bloom Menu. It's available February 28th through March 30th. And the new item for this part of this festival is going to be the Veal Tenderloin with a spring pea risotto. And it's going to feature Ben's Original International Grains um, Rice with a Red Wine Syrup. What kind of rice is that? Arborio. I just wanted to hear you try and say it. Arborio, right? I don't even know what that is. I don't either off the top of my head. It sounds it's veal. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Theme park veal. Yeah. Well, theme park booth veal. I would eat theme park restaurant veal. Mm, I don't know about, Yeah. I don't know about theme park booth veal. Kind of the same way I feel iffy about theme park booth. But seafood. so many of these other things have restaurant quality that's to true. them, like the steak that you had. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. I I him iffy about theme park booth seafood too just because sometimes you see them just like sitting there mm, true and i think having theme park food poisoning before mm. <laughs> has like jaded me mm. <laughs> cape may cafe <laughs> mine was the <laughs> japan pavilion uh quick service yeah and the dvc lounge at disneyland mm. that's not good yeah um <laughs> the next part of the seasonal booth menu is the springtime menu. It's going to be available from March 31st through April 27th. It's going to feature skeer, skeered, skeered. seared scallops with tomato risotto featuring Ben's original international grains, arborio rice, and tomato beer blanc on top. And they're also going to have a blueberry buckle with lemon creme fraiche. I don't know what a buckle is. It's looks in the picture i didn't put the picture on here for you but in the picture it looks like a crumble or like a cobbler you know i do better with pictures i know and i try and put them on there if i'm going to be talking about something that has a picture i try and put them on there yeah just so you can see when when i'm reading this i'm like a second grader i need pictures you know (laughs) pictures please um i never was a second grader i didn't go to second grade look at you (laughs) but it it was it looked like a, a crumble or like a a cobbler me but they call it a blueberry buckle okay. and it has lemon creme fresh on top so that would be nice and refreshing as well and then finally the summer solstice menu is going to round out the end of the festival it'll be available from april 28th to may 27th excuse me and it's going to have seared pork tenderloin with corn risotto featuring the arborio rice and roasted red pepper sauce and they'll also have a peach galette with ginger vanilla whipped cream I think a galette is similar to a crepe, if I recall. Okay. But peach and ginger and vanilla, that sounds all good to me. Peach cobbler, that's all I can think of. Yeah, delicious. You know? Delicious. And then the last two new items I wanted to highlight that, that piqued my interest are actually beverages. One is over at the Canada Popcorn Cart, where you can get your maple popcorn fix. And they're going to have what's called the Peach Smash. It's Canadian club whiskey with lemon, peach puree, and ginger. 
And then the UK beer cart mm. is going to have what they're calling a Scottish thistle, which is Ford's gin with lemon and black currant cucumber syrup garnished with cucumber. And I'm a new gin fan, so I'm very interested in this. Wait, when did this happen? I didn't know anything about this. Like a couple months ago, I tried some beverages with gin in them, and I really liked it. Where it was, was I for refreshing. this? You weren't with me. Oh. I was in New Orleans. Oh. And okay. Okay. I'm very confused. It was good. It was very fresh. Like, not heavy. You know, sometimes things can be, like, heavy or syrupy, mm. especially, like, dark liquors. Um, but this was, yeah, it was really fresh, and I enjoyed it. So this one piqued my interest. Gin, lemon, blackcurrant cucumber syrup, and garnished with a cucumber. Hmm. So I'm interested to try that one. Especially, like I said, a lot of these items sound really good for a hot Florida theme park day, of which you will have many during Flower and Garden. This is true. This is true. So I'm glad that they recognize this when they're creating these menus um, and kind of have items on there that aren't. You don't see a lot of mashed potatoes. You don't see a lot of like heavy, um, just like heavy, heavy things. Like you'll see more um, at Food and Wine or Festival of the Holidays. It's more into the winter. Um, a lot of these are, are just lighter bites or like that pretzel roll. They are more filling, but the, the flavors themselves and the textures aren't aren't as heavy. You're not going to feel like weighed down after you eat them. Mm. But like you mentioned, they're smaller portions too. So that's helpful. Yeah, very helpful. And then finally, my last bit of foodie news for the week is that March is Women's History Month. And Disney Parks blog shared, of course, a foodie guide. There's going to be items that are celebrating Women's History Month all over. They're going to be at all four theme parks. You're even going to have items at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, Disney Springs, and many of the Disney Resort hotels. The um, the item on here that caught my eye, I cannot remember exactly what it was called. It's like the Princess of Alderaan shake. And it was a milkshake with two cinnamon buns on the side of it. And that looked like Princess Leia buns. I loved it. That one was cute. And like, I i mean, that sounded good too, but that's something, <laughs> it's like an Instagram item. Like you get it, yeah, take a picture it is. of it. Yeah, you have to. And yeah. um, I don't know. I wouldn't put past anyone to wear their Princess Leia headgear. Yeah. While eating and trying this and putting a picture on Instagram, too. I definitely yeah. have enough hair to do some Princess Leia <laughs> You could, yeah. 100%. And, uh, yeah. Maybe I'll do that and get that shake. But it was at, <laughs> it was at um, Hollywood Studios. Okay. All right. But yeah, those are my, my, my foodie news. It was pretty exciting. There was a lot of stuff that came out over the last two weeks. Um, and I was there was so many new items that are coming out for food and wine. I'm sorry, for flower and garden. I'm getting way too ahead of myself here at the Epcot Festival. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm glad. You know, a lot of times we're like, it's kind of same old thing. Mm. Um, so there was a ton of new items, and I was really, really happy to see that. Cupcakes. <laughs> cupcakes. There are cupcakes, yes. Yeah, of course there are. are cupcakes. Fear not. There are cupcakes. And there were some, you know, fan favorites that were returning as well. Frushi's coming back. Always, Frushi's always good. Mm. Um, Violet Lemonade, always a festival favorite. That's coming back as well. Um, and then you and I were talking about the sake drink stand outside Mitsukoshi. And yeah, that sounds pretty good to me, yeah. They have, you know, those sake-based drinks, uh, but now they have a flight. 
I'm really intrigued by that. I've had two, I think, of the three drinks. Maybe I've had all three. It's sake. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, I'm, I would love a flight. Like, I think that's something you and I would really enjoy. Oh, yeah. A good uh, exotic snack I can pick up and then have a flight of sake. Mm. Good combination. I do oh, love that. Man. I do love that. I, I look forward to things like that. Well. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, here's the thing. And then this is why Nicole is so excited for this stuff. Okay. I'm going to take you back. I don't know. A week. 72 even. hours. <laughs> yeah, roundabout. Maybe 96. Let's just say 96 hours. Okay. Back and, in time. You know, I'm in here messing around with Fortnite like I normally do. You know, how I pass my time. She passes her time by, you know, she's got her social media stuff. She's got travel agent stuff she's doing. You know, she's just doing her daily thing. And out of nowhere... I hear, Bob, listen to this. They're doing flights out of New Orleans on, I don't know, Spirit, Allegiant, whatever it was. $50. I said, $50? I said, for how long? A day. I went, oh, here we go. I, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. This is on your bucket list. Okay. Ever since I even mentioned it a few months back, there was something that I'd be interested in doing. She's been looking for a reason to try it, and this is it. So it's a flight that leaves here at 6 a.m., comes back here at 11 p.m. that same day. Mm-hmm. So reason she's so excited about that, because we're going to do it. Yeah. We're literally we going it. to, we booked it. It was like 100 bucks for all of us. For the flights? Yeah, it was after tax. It was 109 Yeah. So we'll leave here at 6 in the morning on a Saturday. We'll take the flight to Orlando. We'll get an Uber. We'll head straight to the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. We'll do some things over there. I'm going to try and get her on Tron. I, I don't think I'm going to do it. Oh, I don't think so. Jeez. I, I, like, I still want to do it. Yes, I still I need to do it. think you should do it, do it for you know. sure. Jeez. And then we're probably going to head over to Epcot. And then all of these things that she has mentioned is now on her radar. And we'll spend a few hours at Epcot and then head back to the airport, fly back here, be back home at like two in the morning. Almost a complete 24-hour trip. And then we get to sleep the next day because we're doing it on a Saturday. (laughs) So we have the next day to recover. If you would have told me about this for a Sunday, I'd have said absolutely not. No way. No way. Um, I think just this past week, I finally recovered from my last trip to Disney. <laughs> um, I had a, came home, cooked dinner, and I had had a headache for the second part of the day. And I took some Tylenol, and I, after dinner, I said, I'm going to go lay down for 30 minutes. And when, I'm, when I get up, we're going to do a Patreon episode. It's like, okay, cool. I, I didn't get up. No. I, I went to bed at 7.30, and I got up. When my alarm went off the next morning at 630, yeah. <laughs> I slept for 11 hours and I'm like, well, I guess I needed that. And, um, and I tried to wake her up mm-hmm. after 30 minutes. Her phone went off in 30 minutes because I decided to lay down with her. I was like, yeah, I'll take a quick power nap and we can do a Patreon episode. Alarm went off. You know, I woke up and I was like, hey, are you getting up? And she just kind of turned back over and I went, oh, OK, Alrighty. that's it. Nine o'clock came around. And I think you had another alarm. No, I woke you up because mm-hmm. I had gotten up. And it was like 9 o'clock and you're like, that's too late. 
it's too late. I can't, I can't do it. And then you were out again. You were done. Yeah, that was it. Until I left for work the next day. You're like, okay, it's time to get up now. Yeah, you have to get up now. <laughs> You've been in bed for 11 hours. But it's like you said, if you didn't need it, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I really needed it. Yeah. So now she's about to reset all of that. Yeah. With a 20, with uh, pretty much a 24 hour trip to Walt Disney World. And all we're taking is what we're going to want to take with us in the parks. We have no need to take anything else with us. So maybe a fanny pack? Yeah, I thought about maybe taking a jacket. I was going to, depending on the weather, maybe taking a jacket for the evening and getting a locker. But other than that. Nothing else, mm -mm. you know. We don't have anywhere to keep it. Don't have anywhere to keep it. Don't want to take it. Right. In the first place. We got somebody to come check on the dogs. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the day, that's all we needed to do, and we're going to try a few a few of these things um, during the Flower and Garden Festival because it'll be what day two or first first weekend of the festival. Yeah, it'll said. be the the third day. Third day, so still pretty busy. And a lot of people will be there for it, you know. But uh, she can check that off the bucket list yep. and say that she's. I've seen other people on TikTok do it before. And I've seen the look on their faces when their plane lands late that night. <laughs> and we still have to drive back home from New Orleans. And that's like an hour plus drive to get back. So, yeah, that's going to be rough. Ooh, that's going to be a rough one. Like we said, yeah. we get the next day to, to relax and, and somewhat recover. Yeah, Monday morning at work is, is going to be interesting. <laughs> Very, very interesting, but I, th I think it'll be a good time. Um, An IV of caffeine, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll have a triple espresso shot of whatever you want, <laughs> please. So, all good stuff. That's all the news that you had? That was it. That's my food news for the week. Food news for the week. All right. We're going to take a break. Got some music for USR listeners and podcast listeners. We'll be right back. It's DW60 on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Listening to DW60. Welcome back. It's DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. SRSounds.com. Jeff and Nicole here with you. That music always gets me pumped up. Does it? Adele. Like a good rock beat. Have you seen? I mean, I posted about it, but I don't know if you've seen them. They came out with Toy Story Crocs this week. I think, uh, no, you didn't show me that, no. So they have a, a pair of Woody Crocs, a pair of Buzz Crocs, and then a pair of Pizza Planet Alien Crocs. <laughs> but the alien ones are like platform. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. Wait, they're they're platform Crocs? Yes. How? Okay, one, I can't even imagine platforms being comfortable at all. But I think it'd be worse to have platform Crocs to try and walk on. I, I don't I know a, about that. I have a pair of platform Crocs sandals. But... Um, Does not seem comfortable. My, my gripe, and I'm... 
I'm interested if anybody's intrigued by this offer. I you can buy like a pair of Buddy, a pair of Woody, and a pair of Buzz, but you can't get like one of each. Why can't you get one of each? Because they're sold in a pair. You get like two, you know, like a pair. Of oh, okay. I see what you're saying now that I Buzz, think about it. Yeah, and a pair of Woody, um, and no. Like I just so you so what what you're saying is you want to mix and match yeah like oh, somebody okay. wants like um um to go halvesies and we can like split a and pair halvesies <laughs> well I mean that person has to wear the same size that you do right right I don't no you don't yeah so that's not going to work I mean if you were to put my maybe size shoe on your platforms. foot I mean my goodness I don't know they looked like platforms maybe they're not maybe they're not. Okay. So in their their Pizza Planet Crocs, mm. can you see them? <laughs> okay, yeah. And they All have right. the little gibbets on them. One has a Pizza Planet pizza gibbets. box. Gibbets. <laughs> One has the um, Pizza Planet truck. There's a little alien. Um, let me see if I can find a better picture. There was, uh, let's see, Crocs, Googling Crocs. Googling go. Crocs. Googling Crocs. I want to know who thought of the word gibbets. Great googly moogly. They looked at them and they said, gibbets. Gibbets. That works, you know. Gibbets. Gibbets. Oh, what a word, gibbets. Gibbets. Um, and then there's one with a little alien gibbet and a little pizza planet gibbet, like a like a pizza with rings around it, like a planet. And then, <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, okay. and then there's like a little alien claw machine gibbet. Oh. Yeah. What if, well, I don't think that would work, is if you could just buy the gibbets. Maybe they have just the gibbets, and I can put them on mine. Yeah, I was about to say, is you could put them on yours, and you can make it some mix and match however you want to do it, you know. I do whatever. have a gibbet of the Toy Story logo. You do, I've Crocs. seen that, yeah. And then I have a Mike Wazowski gibbet. Mm. Gibbet. <laughs> a, a single gibbet. <laughs> a single gibbet. Um yeah, because I would if I could buy the gibbets, that would be awesome. When you wear, see, I'm not a fan of Crocs. I don't like the way they feel on my feet. Yeah, you don't like the little bumps. Yeah, the little bumps just don't work for me. Do the do the gibbets bother the top of your foot when you walk on them? Because I know they have a Mm-mm. little pin back on the back of them to where you can they no, don't come it, off, right? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't touch my feet though. Don't touch your feet. Okay. So it just feels like it would it would bother me. I don't I know. I'm weird about my shoes. Have. A Toy Story gibbet pack. Hmm. It's a pack of five, and it has Buzz, Woody, Jesse, Bo Peep, and an alien. Yeah, but we're looking for the claw, the claw. And, and the other things that they have. So they need to sell those individually so you can mix and match. They When they posted them, they posted a picture of the Pizza Planet ones, and they put the croc. The croc. <laughs> the croc. Oh, that's too much. I do. I won't. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know when what, I would wear what them. What sound or, was that? Did you just, just, uh, uh, I don't know when or where I'd wear them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do. I think I just you'd wear you wear them around the house. That's what yeah. you do. I do like wearing Crocs when I cook because yes, like for yeah for back support. <gasps> you you wear your Crocs to Walmart occasionally. Yeah, I've seen I wear you do them in that the, in the yard sometimes. We've gone to TJ Maxx and and Target, and you've worn Crocs. Yeah. So plenty of opportunities for you to show off, show off your gibbets. They have a Monsters, Inc. I have a, a Mike Wazowski. Mm. The only one I see is the Toy Story, and I want the Pizza Planet gibbets. Here's the only other option that you have on that. 
mm-hmm. people on eBay or somewhere are going to sell the gibbets. Well, yeah. And so you'll have to buy them. The Crocs are sold out now and people are selling them for like $200. Oh, of course. Yeah, naturally. Man. The, those scammers like the ones that show up at Walt Disney World for, you know, anniversary merch or mm-hmm. whatever brand new thing that's come out that they want to inflate 200% to, to sell to people. People, so people buy a, it anyway. You know. They have a Pixar pack and it has Remy, Nemo, Jack-Jack, Sully, and mm-hmm. Wally. Yeah. Wally. I think I, uh, no, I don't. I don't think that's for you. No, no. they did have a solo Mike Wazowski, um, and then they have a the alien in a pack. And didn't you just get some Pixar ball mouse ears? Well, no, I got some alien. I got alien, alien mouse ears. Right, that's right. Ear okay, high. I thought I thought it was a Pixar ball. I couldn't remember. No, um, um, my friend Danielle got that for me. She saw it, and and she got me an alien keychain too. I, that's right. And oh, and I have I do have alien ears. So you can you can match up your gibbets with your yeah, mouse ears. Oh, I did geez. a sweet um, client. What is the world coming to? Sent me alien ears. So I have alien ears. I have an alien ear hat right here on my desk. I have an, an alien wearing ears. <laughs> um, all the alien things. So people, do you see what I'm dealing with here? Do you do you feel what I'm dealing with here? My mom always told me not to tell people what you collect because then that's what they'll get you. It's like all the games. Yeah, but you love that stuff, though. It doesn't matter. I do like a lot of the alien things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I should just do that for Christmas next year. It's just (laughs) get you all alien stuff and a couple of Pixar balls and and whatever. And you'd just be as happy as a clam. (laughs) I'm picky about stuff, though. So I don't don't think you're very picky at all. I don't think that's true. I think when it comes to merchandise, I can be. Or maybe not picky, uh, maybe particular. I don't know. Anyways. Well, but I would say I would say particular, but not picky. No, I don't think you're picky. No, okay. not at all. It's right down your alley. You know. <laughs> all that stuff is. Jeez. All right, some more news to get to. Nicole talked about a lot of food. I don't have any food to talk about. Do I? Mm. I don't think so. I think you gave it, gave your food to me. Yes, I do. I do have oh. something to talk about. Yes, when it comes to that. Yeah. No. Right. So here's what I am going to start with. Um, Disney did debut a new line of villain-inspired gowns over at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, earlier in the month, it is part of the 2024 Disney Fairy Tale Weddings collection from Allure Bridals. Brides-to-be. Listen up. You're going to want to check this out. Dresses are inspired by Disney's Ursula Maleficent, the Evil Queen, and Jafar. Four styles are now available in either black or ivory colorway, starting at $2,000. As somebody who has been out dress shopping, uh-huh. is $2,000 an average price or inflated price, or is it kind of low? Um, I think that's reasonable. Reasonable? Okay. Yeah, for All a wedding right. dress... Um, my wedding dress was from the prior designer that Disney worked with for their Disney princess dresses, which is Alfred Angelo. They went out of business, but so now they're working with Allure. Okay. Um, but you know, I think that's pretty uh, average. Now the thing is, even though they debuted at the magic kingdom, you're not going to find them in the Disney parks. Uh, the collection um, is going to be available at allurebridals.com slash retail dash finder is where you can find them. 
It also includes Disney princess-inspired gowns as well. And it's all authorized by Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. Mm-hmm. So you can collect whatever you want to. And um, it's not so much anymore that a lot of brides wear just a white dress. Somewhere may wear a pink dress, a red dress, a black dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just grown throughout the years. And to have these inspired by Disney princesses and now Ursula, the evil queen, Jafar, and, you know, Maleficent. Um, fantastic. Just gives you more options, especially if you're a big Disney fan. If you're going to get married there at the parks, which we definitely recommend. That was fun. That was definitely fun. My mom um, was talking about a wedding she's going to, and she's like, it's on a Tuesday. And a I was Tuesday? Like, I was like, well, I got married on a Wednesday at 1030. Yeah. She's like, Different true. situation, <laughs> though. Totally different situation. She was like, that's, t- that's true. Yeah. Just saying. But, uh, yeah, check them out. Allurebridals.com forward slash retail Finder. I sh- why do I keep seeing forward slash? It's always a forward slash. It's just backslash. it's just slash. Okay. They have backslash. It exists. It, it exists. It's just not used. <laughs> it's out there. Allurebridals.com. Justice for the backslash. Slash retail finders where you can find those. All right. A little Disney Cruise Line news. I know we don't talk a lot about Disney Cruise Line. Uh, just because not a lot's going on with them. But uh, they did update the guest dress code. If you're wanting to dine at Palo for brunch and over at Palo, I said Palo. It is Palo. Palo. I thought it was Palo. I don't know that it. All right. Palo for brunch and Palo Steakhouse. Uh, Starting on, well, yesterday, actually, you'll now be allowed to uh, wear dress shorts during brunch at Palo aboard Disney Cruise Line ships and the steakhouse as well. Now, previously, you were not allowed to wear shorts at all. It was not an acceptable form of attire to wear at this place. Uh, formal, semi-formal is what they recommend that you wear, but the dress casual attire is permitted. So that means dress pants, uh, jeans if you want to, but they can't have like you know twenty holes in them and stuff like that. You can't wear those. Yeah, no, no jeans. Yeah, no jeans. I mean, like sorry, that. no hole in jeans. Right, jeans in good condition. Um, collared shirts, dressy tops, lifestyle shoes. What is lifestyle shoes? Um, wait, hold on. Formal in lifestyle shoes. Lifestyle shoes to me seem like sandals. Okay, all right, good enough. Um, but. I've had friends before that where they made they were made to go back to their stateroom and change because they were wearing open-toed shoes. So maybe lifestyle shoes are more like boat shoes, like sperry sperry top sider type mm-hmm, type of shoes. Mm-hmm, I yep. can see that, especially on a cruise. Now, most of the uh, adult exclusive restaurants aboard Disney Cruise Line ships are what they like to call elegant dining experiences, and you're expected to like dress. For that type of a, uh, of an occasion, uh, with the uh, you know theme and the, and the sophistication of the restaurant itself, uh, Palo can be found aboard the Disney Magic Wonder, Disney Dream, and the Disney Fantasy. Uh, Palo Steakhouse is offered over aboard the Disney Wish. So, dress shorts. I'm very happy about that, especially in some of the places where these cruise ships go and cruise to try and wear dress pants for brunch. Ooh, it's hot. Yeah, really hot. So I'm kind. I'm not. I'm not. I'm glad that they're relaxing this just a little bit. It's still. You still look respectable. You're going to have a fantastic meal. You hope. Right. Not always the same. 
Some people have bad service. Some people don't like it. Uh, but you're still going to have a fantastic time. So be a little more comfortable when you get to eat. All right. Details and opening dates have been announced for the 2024 Easter displays and the Grand Cottage at Walt Disney World Resort Hotels. Easter is just around the corner, folks. We just got done with Christmas. We just got done with Mardi Gras. We just got done with Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking Easter. It's like you said, halfway to Halloween is going to be here before you know. On to the next one. <laughs> the next one is coming. Um, the Grand Cottage is going to open at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa on March the 3rd. This is two weeks away, folks. Not even. A week away, right? A week. If, yeah, a week it's a week away. A week from Monday. A week from Monday. From that's, sorry, a, that's really, yeah. really soon. Now, some of the treats coming to the Grand Cottage will include the bunny pop flower pots. <laughs> Say that a couple times. Yeah, fast. really. Uh, it's chocolate flower pot filled with jelly beans and three chocolate bunny pops. Something brand new. Fruity cereal Mickey Pop, which is a Mickey-shaped fruity cereal crisped treat. Yum. Yum. I take that. The Easter treat box, which is dark chocolate filled bunny. Uh-uh. A carrot blondie pop. A marshmallow pop. A carrot cake chocolate bark. Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> confetti pop. And what is this last one? Meringue nest. What is that? Meringue? Like on top of a key lime pie? The like mm. fluffy, like okay. foamy. It's not as dense as whipped cream. Mm. I'll take the whipped cream. But all these others sound good to me. Uh, the Easter Marshmallow Pop. Three large marshmallows dipped in a yellow chocolate coating topped with Easter quins. Interesting. The Bunny Burrow Dirt Cup. Layers of chocolate cake, chocolate peanut butter cream, and cookies and cream pieces with springtime decor. Cute. I keep hearing bunny, and I keep thinking about our new guest out in the backyard. We have a bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Here in the last two and a half weeks. He lives in our backyard, and then when we let the dogs out, sometimes he just stays there. Yeah. And then sometimes if we let the big dog out, he runs away. Yeah. But, which is smart. (laughs) But I'm, I'm thinking about him each time I, I, I read this. Oh, well, Chocolate Bunny, we've named him Thumper. We did. We did. He is a big boy. He, oh, yeah, he's, he is eating well <laughs> this early spring that we're having down I know here. We, we keep meaning to put um, the stuff down to kill the clover, and I'm like, no, we can't. Yeah, now I can't do it because I, I don't want to lose him. So just, just keep eating, dude, but faster. That's all I'm saying. Finally, they'll have the Grand Egg, which is a white chocolate egg filled with jelly beans sprayed in spring colors. All of this stuff sounds really good. Really, really good. Yeah, I like the dirt cup. Mm. Well, the, the treat box, really. You just get the best of everything. You pretty much do, yeah. There's the Bunny Burrow Dirt Cup and the Fruity Cereal Pop will also be at Gasparilla Island Grill from March the 3rd to April the 1st. Uh, Disney's Contemporary Resort's also going to feature an egg display with new designs, including Elemental and Hercules. Disney's Yacht Club Resort is going to debut a new egg display featuring Moana. 
And Disney's Beach Club Resort will have a display inspired by the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, including miniature versions of some of the topiaries. And the festival, of course, begins uh, on February the 28th. So, lots of good things to try out when it comes to the Easter season at the Walt Disney World Resort. Moving on over to Epcot, Tutto Italia Ristorante there at Epcot has raised its annual pass holder discount to 20% through March the 31st. Yum. Opportunities knocking here. Offer applies to regularly priced food and non-alcoholic beverages uh, beginning on April the 1st, not an April Fool's joke. Uh, The AP discount is going to return to 10% and run until the end of the year, exempting certain holidays, special events, and dining packages. Never been there, never eaten there before. No. And I wonder why. And I'm wondering if we should with a 20% discount. Mm. We'll be there. Oh. Mm. This is something that, uh, at, that, that Epcot shockingly brought back, and it made Nicole so happy. And I got to ride it. She got to ride it. <laughs> uh, but Soarin' Over California, which returned to Epcot for a short amount of time, and it was during the 100 Years of Wonder celebration, is going to be going away this month. Sure. And then Soarin' Around the World is going to be returning. So Walt Disney World website is saying that the last day is going to be February the 26th, uh, 27th for Soarin' Over California. And then Soarin' uh, Around the world's going to be back on the twenty eighth. So, and it's coming back with the old Future World ending. Why? You would have thought that they would have kept Soaring Over California until they were finished with Future World and could film the new ending. Um, I saw that Soaring Over California is coming back to Disney California Adventure beginning March first. So, I wonder if they maybe can't have it playing in, in both at the same time. That's a good possibility. Yeah. Like, yeah. not because, you know, like you can't have two Mickeys out, but like, <laughs> because the, they only have one film, right? It's it's so much older, they may only have like one film to play. Here's what I would have thought would have happened. This is what actually I wanted to happen. Uh, drone cinematography has come a long, long way mm-hmm. since Soarin' Around the World first came out. Mm-hmm. So explain to me as to why Disney has not taken advantage of this, of drone cinematography as it is right now and gotten permission from the countries to actually do these real-time shots and add whatever CGI they want to afterwards. Like, you know, down in the Arctic, you know, the whales and stuff like that and everything. I get that. Under polar bear, whatever. You can add that. But actual real shots, 4K, 8K, whatever K you want to call it, shots up on that screen would look unbelievable. They just need permission from the countries to do it. I kind of I hope that they will one day work on that. Yeah, it I could want soaring around the world to be the world, not CGI world. Well, and the you know the world you experience at Epcot that would make the most sense. Yeah, exactly that. If you're already in a partnership with them, then why aren't you doing it? It, just, it? I don't know. I did not really care they brought back Soarin' Over California because when I saw footage of it, it looks the same as it did the first day it premiered. It does. Grainy and blurry. 
It was nostalgic. That's it, what they're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, it was. You want nostalgic? I'll tell you nostalgic. Bring back Journey into Imagination with Figment the way it used to be. With Dreamfinder and Figment. That's nostalgic. We um, Come on. We turn on Sorcerer Radio for our dogs when we leave for the day. And I turned it on the other day. Maybe you turned it on when we were going somewhere over the weekend. Um, and it was Cranium Command. Oh, yeah. It was on. We crack up every time. I love Cranium. I never got to see it. But oh, it was great. It makes me laugh every time. Cranium Command and the making of me. The making. I don't want to call the making of me inappropriate for Disney, for a Disney attraction. It was interesting, though. But Cranium Command, I just loved. It's funny. It is funny. Even the pre-show is funny. <laughs> There's certain lines in it that Nicole just loves. Have you watched a full video on it? I don't think so, but I think I will tonight. You should. You really should. Cranium Command was so much fun. That entire building was a lot of fun. And Disney just didn't take the time to update it. I mean, they should have. People still need to clearly still need to learn about their bodies. Obviously. Health is still a thing in 2024. Shocking. You know, weird. They're more conscious of it now than ever. Yeah. So why not have it? And you know that there would be like health food companies or whatever that would be like jumping at the opportunity to sponsor a health-based attraction in Epcot. You know, Peloton would love to be there. That'd be cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be really cool. I would love that. I mean, come on. You know, remember when we talked um, a couple weeks ago about the um, Imagineer that was recognized, Lanny Smoot, that did the holotile floor? Oh, yeah. You know, he also did Where's the Fire? In um, uh, it was in interventions mm. where you would use the flashlight and point mm. at stuff, yes. and it would show you. Yeah, he also did that, and he said that is the um, attraction or experience he was most proud of. And so, when they inducted him into that um, like Inventors Hall of Fame, that is what he chose to be highlighted. Interesting with his induction. Mm. Yeah, smart guy. I love some of the stuff he's come up with. It's just amazing. Just amazing. So yeah, February 27th, soaring over California. February 28th, soaring around the world. Soaring. I said soaring. Oh, I know. I just was funny. Soaring around the world. Glutton. Glutton and Yosemite. Yosemite. <laughs> You've been around a while. Heck yeah. Yosemite. Yosemite. Was that boring. on After Dark? It was on After Dark. Yeah, WDW After Dark, way back in the day. Those videos are no longer available to see. They're not? I don't think so. Huh. I don't don't know. I haven't checked out the YouTube channel in a while. That was when I was just a fangirl. They used to be on there, and see, now I want to check. Now I want to look. If you've been here a while, Jeff calls me uh, a groupie success story. As I was, I was just a listener way back when, originally. But After Dark is what I would listen to most because I, I didn't get to listen to DW60 as often because of my work schedule. But After Dark was always a lot of fun to, to <laughs> it just was. watch live. Um, WDW After Dark. And I remember, you know, we talked about surgeries. Um, I was in the hospital for a couple of days for a surgery when I lived in Florida. And I had a, a roommate that was especially unpleasant and I just would put my headphones in and listen to like episode after episode of After Dark just to like drown out my 
unpleasant roommate until I could have my surgery and go home. Are they on there? I'm I'm, I'm looking right now. Hold on. Uh, Let's see here. Um, After videos. dark, if you're if you're like, what are you guys talking about? WDW After Dark was a show with Jeff, um, Eric Allen, and Kristen and Aljon, and. Um, sometimes Will, sometimes Yeti Chaser, um, different SR hosts, and it would be the news and discussion topics and like top five lists and uh, things like that. But listen to this. But <laughs> like adult. I gotta play this Disney. for you. I gotta play this for you. Let's see. Let me turn my Bluetooth on here. But it was it was adults talking about Disney, not necessarily. <laughs> Looking to take a Disney vacation or cruise? <laughs> this is so old. Oh my gosh. This is so old. Oh my gosh. This was the opening to the show. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't heard this in forever. Let me fast forward a little bit here. Uh, I hope so. I'm cool oh, with that. Yeah. oh my gosh. I, I, uh, this is crazy. I Quality. Be- oh my goodness. Wow. That's, that's nuts. So they are still available. They are still available. <laughs> Go watch them. I don't care. Go watch them. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's going to be a, a trip down memory lane. <laughs> if, if um, You like old Disney news. It'll be kind of be like, um, when oh, you there's look a lot up, of videos on here. When Jeez. you look up like old news articles and it's like on this day, you know, you can kind of look back and see where, what news we were talking about. When yeah, when. Yeah. The first video on here was back 10 years ago, August the 30th, 2013. Oh my gosh! We were we were live streaming before Disney stuff before live live streaming on Disney was a thing. Yeah, I mean there was um, you know I'm trying to think what all y'all used Skype. Um, well, like there a, there was a few different programs that yeah. we used. Uh, Skype was one of them. Yeah, but uh, there was this neat video capture program that had come out uh, that had different transitions on it, a few other things uh, that were just very very cool and. Um, what a throwback. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I got to go back and watch one of those. It was <laughs> so much fun. I miss those. Miss now, them a lot. Now back to this current week's news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, some fun news over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Cute news. The newest baby African elephant was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Cora made her debut on the Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah. This past week, uh, she weighed in at 312 pounds. The two-month-old is the calf <laughs> of uh, Nadira, who was also born at Disney's Animal Kingdom. That makes Cora the first second-generation elephant in Disney's Animal Kingdom history. Mm. Isn't that something? I love that for her. I love this. I mean, it's just so much fun. Uh, two more elephant calves are expected in 2025. And Disney Park blog has the details of the time and care put in by the animal care team in collaboration with the Association of Zoos and Aquariums Species Survival Plan, which results in the births uh, 
at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So uh, next time you're on the Kilimanjaro Safari, be on the lookout because she's going to be out there. All 312 pounds of her. Cute. Probably having a ball. Just yeah. having a ball. When I watched the video about it, they said she's really clumsy and she's really... <laughs> um, like she likes to pester her mom. And mm. so they're like, every time we put out hay for her mom to eat, she goes and like rolls around in it. What a great child. Yeah. A typical, typical toddler. Typical toddler. <laughs> yeah. Nicole and I sometimes joke around about whenever we have a child, who they're going to be like. Yeah. It's unfortunately probably going to be like me. And, and the more I think about it. Just chaos on two legs. I'm, I'm, I'm in for a rude awakening. Yeah. It's just, it's just the way it's going to be, I think. I think I'm, um, yeah. If only we will be so lucky, but I, I just the way the universe <laughs> has not been Late, in our favor. Lately, the way it's been going, I tell you what, folks. Jeez. Um, yeah. So there's that, too. One other story I have to talk about I did not put on here, but I remembered mm-hmm. in my memory. I'm not getting too old where I can't remember things. I remembered but, uh, in my memory. Disney Springs. Uh-huh. The NBA experience. Yeah. Permits have been filed for demolition of that building. Very, um, very vague. Yeah. Demolition permits. It doesn't say like what or how much or where. Yeah. But there is demolition happening in that building. I hate to say I told you so. Back when they decided to tear down the Disney Quest building mm-hmm. and build this thing. Because we had already seen the track record of what the NBA experience was at Universal. Yeah. And it was not good. And so they thought moving to Disney Springs was a better choice it just didn't pan out one because it's just the nba experience it just doesn't have the fan base it needs for a theme park or even a theme park area like that two they had to fight with COVID, right and i think that killed a lot of it as well the building itself the technology that they used in the building to put the whole experience together was nothing short of fantastic they did a great job but when you shut it down because of COVID, you don't open it back up when you could have, and then you put the MetaQuest 2 experience on the inside of it. That ran its course. It went away. And then offices for Disney Springs were put down in the bottom yeah. somewhere in there. By the gift shop. Yeah. Guess what? It just wasn't going to work. So when they say the word demo, I don't think that this is going to be just a complete and total demo of the building. Too much money has been spent to build that building in the first place. Right, yeah. Multiple levels. I think Disney has something in mind that they need to demo the inside for to change it up so they could accommodate whatever it is they want to put in there. Now, right as soon as I saw this thing and I started reading comments, the first thing I see is... Bring back Disney Quest. Bring back Disney Quest. Bring it. I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's not. I don't think that's going to happen. And here's why. Disney did not know what to do with the Disney Quest they did have. 
they allowed it to become so outdated with the different types of experiences that you could have in there that it did not become relevant anymore to the point to where Disney cast members were standing outside as if they were standing on the corner twirling an arrow sign. (laughs) Please come in here. Please come experience. That's what they were out there begging people. That's the only time I went is when it was half off. It was it was half off. Please come inside. Please check this out. We're begging you. That's what it came down to. I don't think Disney Quest would be the same type of experience as what it is now because things have changed so much past just a video game thing stand sitting by the wall that you put a quarter in. We just talked it's, about the hollow tile floor. Yeah. VR and yeah. all the Well, things. see, with VR, it's different. It's so much longer of an experience. And it requires so much more. Yeah. The upkeep on the materials needed in order to do these VR experiences, they would go through quick because of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. With, you know, a regular Pac-Man, Space Invaders, and everything else, <laughs> those things can take a, a, a punch yeah. and keep on ticking. Many a people have punched a Space Invader. Yeah. A you can't do this with MetaQuest-type things. And a Tetris. You know, so... And, and you can't exactly put... 150 Xbox Series X and 150 PS5s in the building and expect kids to just sit there and play Call of Duty or, you know, or Fortnite or whatever. Well, and I wouldn't, on That's a vacation, not, I wouldn't, wouldn't want that. Well, I mean, you see how empty it is on a cruise ship, yeah. the arcade area. You see how empty it is in the resort areas when it comes to the arcade area. It's just not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So what would really be the point of bringing back a Disney quest. There wouldn't be. It's a very good point. It's it's just the 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 need for it isn't there anymore. I hate to say that because I loved Disney Quest. The various levels and different interactive things that they had to do there. I loved it. There's no audience for it anymore. That I think that's what I'm trying to get to. The interest is not there. The nostalgic ones would love to have it back. And they would go. They would buy season passes and everything else. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to be a draw for Disney with the current demographic that they have coming in. That's just not the thing anymore. Yeah. Even if you were to redo it to Flynn's Arcade, yeah, it wouldn't work. I, like, I don't really have a suggestion like I, off the top of my head. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard to say what to do with that space. I think Disney has an idea and that's why they're doing this demolition. Thank you, Adam Silver, for your investment in the building (laughs) and improving the the building itself. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. Great idea. But nobody wanted it. Nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for the, the NBA experience. No. At all. I don't even think as popular as the NFL is, even an NFL experience would not make it. It would be very popular on like Pro Bowl weekend. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. Not enough time, though. No. Out of the entire year, the rest of the time. What does Disney Springs need to go in that area? Do they need another shopping area? Do they need another restaurant? 
I think they need something for families to do together. Some type of entertainment. Yeah, it, it, almost like a like a ropes course, like an obstacle course. I don't know. That's kind of what comes to mind, but just something for for families to do together. Maybe on a rainy day, or I don't know. Glad this is not my job. No, because it's hard. It is hard to figure out what what is going to draw people in. Yeah. But as much as I would love to see Disney Springs go in there, um, Disney Disney's just not going to do it, folks. That's just all there is to it. Just uh, you're just going to have to deal with it that way. So I'll be looking for some uh, demo to be happening soon. There is no specific data as to when it's going to happen. So we'll see what happens. How about a don't do that? Ooh, I do like it. Don't do that. A former Disney employee was arrested stealing thousands of dollars of theme park property. He was arrested at Disney World for refusing to have his temperature taken. Arrested back in April for trespassing on Disney World's Discovery Island. She got off the boat to get a cucumber. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do So there was a guest looking to take a photo in front of Snow White's Wishing Well over at Disneyland Park. Unfortunately, she got a little more than she wished for in the first place. (laughs) She was visiting Disneyland Park with a group of friends when she got another guest to sit on the ledge of the Wishing Well with her. Obviously, to take photos and videos, you know, stuff like that, you know, social media, whatever. So she shared a reel on Instagram, and and it has soon since been deleted. I didn't get to see it. But while she's sitting there, she quickly loses her balance, attempts to grab the side of the well. Her friends try to come over and save her, but she fell backwards, ended up going into the well Head first with her legs stuck up in the air. I saw the pictures. Oh, no. I mean, you could literally see her feet sticking up out of the well. (laughs) It's it's funny. Um, Her friends, of course, you know, helped her out and, you know, ha ha ha. Now that we know she's okay. Yeah, she's fine. (laughs) She's okay. Um, It's not that deep. There's a little bit of water in the well so that people can throw some coins, you know, make a wish and stuff like that and everything. Here's the thing. This person's experience is a reminder for the rest of you. You don't lean, you don't sit, you don't stand, you don't get out of the boat, you keep your hands in the vehicle at all time. Type of things on these types of structures, don't get on them if they're not specifically made to get on in the first place. Because then you could end up like this individual did and then you post it and people find out about it, they'll laugh at you and you have to remove it. We don't want you to get hurt, but we don't want people laughing at you either. Right. right. Stay off things like that. Don't right. do that. That's not, they're not made to sit. It's not a bench. It's a wishing well, not a wishing bench. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney could probably do a wishing bench, but this is a wishing well. Take your coins, throw your coin. If you carry coins anymore, he carries coins anymore. I don't even know if anybody carries them. But make your wish, hope it comes true, and you move along, you don't get hurt. And you don't look like a fool with your legs up in the air coming out of the well. Poor thing. (laughs) Come on. Poor thing. Oh. People never cease to amaze me. And this is why we love them. Because they provide us with don't do that. 
That's exactly the reason why. That's your news here on DW60. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. That brings us to the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for stopping by, checking out DW60 on Sorcerer Radio or even the podcast. We appreciate all of you. You need to get in contact with us. This is how you do it. You can find us on Facebook, the DW60 Press Row Facebook page. You can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. While the show airs live on Sorcerer Radio every Friday morning, we chat over in Sorcerer Radio Discord in the DW60 room, talking about the show as it happens, discussions, sharing pictures of what we're talking about, all kinds of fun stuff with everyone that's listening live. And it is always a great time, and we definitely invite you to come hang out with us over there. If you'd like to send us an email, if you have a birthday, an anniversary, a trip report, a question for us, anything like that, please reach out. We would love to chat with you. We'd love to hear about what's going on in your Disney vacations, suggestions you have for us to try next time, anything like that. You can send us an email at dw60 at srsounds.com, or you can shoot us a text message or leave us a voicemail at 408 909 3960, which is 408 DW60. Replay of the show is going to happen for you, Sorcerer Radio listeners, tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Time over on the Sorcerer Radio main channel. Don't forget to download and check out the Sorcerer Radio app. It's available for you, Android and Apple device people. Lots of programming on there. The Sorcerer Radio main channel, Seasons, Rope Drop. All kinds. Nicole's favorite. Atmospheres. Atmospheres. She loves that one. What's playing on um, Seasons right now? Um, I want to say it is... I've honestly been listening to some Taylor Swift at work lately. Oh, but I do believe with the beginning of Flower and Garden, it's about to be Flower and Garden Radio, which is all Epcot music coming up next on, on Seasons. Okay. All right. I love me some Epcot music. I do too. <laughs> especially the old stuff. I'm just a legacy fan, folks. I can't help it. That's just us. Till next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. And we hope that you have a hot dog day. See you next time. <laughs>